Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Supported by thegeldedend.com. To browse and buy vintage lead shirts, player-signed prints, and classic memorabilia, go to thegeldedend.com. The Square Ball. By the fans, for the fans, since 1989. To buy the magazine, read the blog, and to download the podcast, visit thesquareball.net. We're surrounded by rubbish on the podcast, and not just because we haven't tidied up from our Christmas party yet, but because our first team seems to be falling to pieces. We've already got hangovers, and it's not even Christmas yet. Look out, it's the festive season. Hello, welcome to Square Ball Podcast number 41. Michael's with me. Hello. And Moscow White. Hello there. And Oddie. Hello. Uh, thank you very much to you if you came to our Christmas party. We're, we've just about recovered from uh, from Saturday night's events. It was uh, it was a heady evening. Lots of drink, lots of fun. It was all right. I was not as pleased about having to go back and take all the stuff down the next day. <laughs> well, still a bit drunk and ill. There was plenty of booze left there for you to be going on with if you'd... Well, I didn't have Make any booze. Go faster. I did have uh, two cans of pop and two bags of crisps for my breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, interesting that we we phoned everyone else up to try and get them down to come and clean up. But strange, I went to voicemail. Just just saying, Michael has since revised that. He doesn't think he actually phoned me at all, which is certainly my recollection and my call logs recollection. And I, I even got in touch to to ask if he needed me. No at three reply. o'clock. Two o'clock. <clears throat> anyway. well, my phone was switched off, so I didn't get anything. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Uh, you, you, I was there in spirit. Ah, uh, spirit, yeah, spirit's been the operative <laughs> word. But yeah, thank you very much uh, to you if you came down and helped out our worthy cause, which is the Leeds Children's Hospital Appeal. Uh, it was it was nice to meet some of the podcast listeners and put some some faces to some names. Some no. some of them anyway. I mean, some none of, of whom we can now remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was there was definitely there was loads of people that we met, so we won't. Know. I always think the sign of a good night out is if it ends with a sing song. That's about the last thing I remember completely clearly. I remember a, a big sing song with everybody involved, and then um, slagging off Ken Bates for half an hour to a complete stranger. <laughs> But yeah, it was. We had lots of fun. Will we do it again? Uh, probably not. Maybe not. <laughs> we might just go to a pub. People, other people are welcome. Yeah, yeah. We'll tell you which <laughs> But pub. We're not organising anything. No. <laughs> But I do. I, I personally want to go on record and just say thank you to you, Michael, and you, Oddie, as well, for putting so much time and effort into organising it. You did put a lot into it, and so thank you, gentlemen. That's just a bit of genuine sincerity on the podcast. I know we don't normally do it. No, you don't. I'm a bit wary now. <laughs> What does he want? And we should also say thanks to the people who helped us out with like prizes for the raffle and so on. So can we cobble together a quick back of the fag packet list of that now? Thegeldedend.com. Yeah. We've supplied four canvas prints. Yeah, I really like the um, John Sheridan one. 
Yes. Shez Print. Very good. I would I will give him an endorsement, let's say. Go online and look at his website. Sponsor of the podcast, thegeldedend.com. Look at the Sheridan print. I like it. We also had some... Spend your Christmas money on it. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention we had some really good framed photos that were nice. We and... did, uh, which were donated by Lee Coward and his brother Russ Coward, who we mentioned on the last podcast. I described him as a big unit and this seems to have taken off as a as a tag for him in, in all sorts of ways. I now. can confirm having felt his what, what I thought at first must be his leg, but turned out to be his arm around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got, it's worth saying, on the raffle, a few unclaimed prizes. So if you are in possession of ticket number 8124-248-183 or 47, then get in touch with us. Could be lurking in a pocket somewhere in your in your linen bin or... Number 8 has won a Visit Beast in t-shirt, which I originally won, um, but demanded it was redrawn because I've got about 20 of them. <laughs> we should also thank Mike Borman for bringing along the head of Ken Bates. Oh, us, yes, yes. Which was a particular highlight of the evening. And uh, not only... Uh, allowing us to have Ken Bates in our venue, but allowing us to then take him down to <laughs> Peter Lorimer's pub in a, a drunken a drunken trip. And then we brought him back and we threw um, we threw a garlic naan at him for a while in the car park. <laughs> but only all the times that, that game has been played, nobody has ever landed successfully any sort of uh, bread product on Ken Bates's head. <laughs> if you want to have a go at Elland Road <laughs> next time you're there. should say thank you as well to um, Mark and the well the people of Wacko who lent us the, uh, the Gary Speed and Lucas banners that looked... Pretty bloody good that was great in, in that room. Yeah. So thanks for them. I've uh, got them in my dining room if anyone wants them back. <laughs> <laughs> should probably thank the Temple Works people for suffering our presence. And thanks to you as well if you took part or if you donated to the Leeds Children's Hospital Appeal in the raffle. Uh, we'll be sending some money the way of sick children, which makes me feel good at Christmas time. Yes. And we had loads of copies of our little fanzine and loads of posters on the wall, didn't we, which was quite nice. Uh, made it feel very... Very homely for what is essentially a disused warehouse yes. with no inside toilet facilities. But um, <laughs> some, of the, some of the prints were really, really good on the walls, I thought. Some of the really blown up uh, big cover posters and whatnot. So uh, I also want to criticise the people who were there for a minute because I took the time to invest in some alcohol hand gel. Very little of it was used. <laughs> and I know there was no water. So there was a lot of, a lot of dirty hands. I'm glad there were no peanuts on the bar or anything for <laughs> yeah. people to dip into. Oh, dear me. Moving on. Yeah, so dirty the mag... Needs. <laughs> the mag issue five is the gary speed one that we've just done um that was out a couple of weeks back um nearly sold out we've got a handful of copies left on that we've probably got about 20 or 30 copies left yeah paper copies but loads of downloads okay well if you want to get them have a mosey about on the website it's all at the squareball.net poke around have, have a look and before we get into white watching uh, we'll have a look at the depressing last couple of games we would like you to get in touch with us. Email podcast at thesquareball.net. You can reach us on Facebook and send your tweets to the Square Ball. So without further ado, this should be fun. Uh, Watford's game. Can we move to part two? Shall we? So, yeah. Because we were kind of very dismissive, weren't we, about these two upcoming games, Watford and Reading. Never underestimate my, my team. <laughs> Did Watford actually happen? Yeah. I wasn't aware this game was in, was played in the Well, end. listen, we, we should front up about this, shouldn't we, that none of us went to the Watford match, so we don't really have a first-hand idea about what it was like. It's not, uh, like you say, like it's a shameful admission. I'm actually quite proud of the fact that I'm not at all interested in Watford. As far as I'm concerned, this was a null game. Void on, void on your coupon. Anyway, we were awful, but we managed to scrape a point out of somewhere. The one shot on target we had was the penalty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, any positives to be taken out of this match, apart from the point? It's got a penalty. That's the, true. The last yeah. kick of the game as well, and it's always quite good when that happens, when you don't actually get to restart. Reminds me, not that it was a penalty, but of uh, Westlake's at Oldham. 95th yeah. minute goal. Well, Soccer punch! No need to even go back that far. 
Clayton at West Ham. Yeah, of course, yeah. And um, who was it at Brighton? McCormack. McCormack at Brighton. Peterborough as well. We stole loads of points. (laughs) The thing with those particular thefts is they felt quite good, whereas this one felt a bit rubbish, didn't it? It was like, should have won Better than the alternative, though. It was better than the alternative. But instead of being like a, yes, we've drawn, it was more of a, bloody hell, we've drawn. There wasn't even much pleasure. Normally, Snodgrass is nothing but constant pleasure. <laughs> so it was a weird, a weird feeling. From what I've gathered from the online reaction, essentially Watford just set out to stop us and succeeded quite easily, which is a little worrying. They didn't really have to do much, did they? Mark Snodgrass. Send somebody to France to Mark Gradle. Mark Snodgrass and Mark Gradle? <laughs> They've both been renamed. Yes. And yeah, that's all you need to do, because we haven't got any other good players. He said dismissing our squad. Yeah, a bit <laughs> harsh. But... And Reading. Uh phew. Oh, no redeeming features. Uh, I mean, we're going to have to ask you, sorry, Oddie, to summarise this, because we were busy down at Temple Works getting the uh, the Christmas party ready and you were swanning off to the match. I spent uh, most of it in the bar, actually. So. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> How bad was it? It was quite bad. The bars are pretty poor. They are quite yeah, poor, yeah. Never been and expensive. Lagers, very Not like fat. the cheap drinks we had at the Christmas party. No, we had proper wine as well. None of this yeah. ready-sealed ready in, a, in a plastic glass. None of that shit. Or the um, game. Uh, <laughs> Is there anything to say about it that won't make us all feel very sad? They came out in the second half and looked like to have a bit of fight in them. Brown got stuck in a couple of times and it looked like they had a kick up the arse and then that lasted about five, ten minutes and then you just sort of, nah. That happened in Blackpool as well. We we came out and looked a bit more involved. And then once that petered out, they went, oh, we ain't scored. (sighs) Never mind. the point in trying. Just give up. As soon as I knew we'd gone behind in the second minute, I just didn't think. One, I was glad I wasn't there. Because I knew how it, what it would be like, and two, I didn't think we were going to come back in this one. Something about a second-minute goal, just you know, you turn up quite excited. It's a football match, and then they immediately go ahead, and you just, oh, fuck's sake, you know, see, especially when uh, it was a bit shambolic as well. It was just a hoof ball over the top, and the old defender just stood and watched it. How many shots on target then? Because I was running around in my car picking things up for the party, which during the game, and on the radio it said. We could have been three 0 down, and we hadn't had a shot on or off target. That was after about no, forty much minutes. About right, yeah. So we've managed one shot on target, a penalty in two in games. Two games. <laughs> it's encouraging, cool. isn't That's it? Not promising. Yeah. Come back, Johnny. Um, yeah. forgiven. And then substitutions in the second half as well. Yeah, well, I was just about to come on to that and ask you. Are we noticed the first real questioning of Simon Grayson's abilities now? People starting to call his uh, his judgment into question. Not the first. No, I was going to say. Or is this fueled by Ken Bates heeping the pressure on? I don't know. He's well, not helping, is he? Every no. it seems every single communication he has now, he's saying we need to get promoted. Didn't he just in the program notes whilst defending Grayson also describe this season as the ultimate challenge? I'm not sure that's what he needed to hear. And from a, not having been there, I can sort of see in the cold Monday air, take off um, Clayton Brown, McCormack, bring on Keo, Verin and Sam. Nothing's happening in midfield. Put two different ones on, stick a different striker on. It's not that bizarre. I wouldn't say Clayton was brilliant, but he was playing better than Danny Pugh, yes. who had a bit of a poor game. Really. What, what about Brown, though? Because he was supposed to be doing all right, wasn't he? He was doing all right, but I, think he, I don't think in the last 90 minutes that's a problem. So bringing, taking Brown off and bringing Mika on um, seemed sensible. A positive step as well, trying yeah. to get back in the game. But taking McCormack off, there were definite boos ringing around that, you know, obviously, I think that was the point when people started turning. Yeah, because Keo's more of a workhorse, isn't he? He's not the yeah. inventive, you know, spark of genius necessarily that you might get from McCormack. Mm. 
The problem is in the game, they looked like they didn't have a clue. Like they'd never played together before. This keeps happening this season. We, we'll play well and then we'll have a couple of bad games. And you, yeah. I think I've said it on here before. I, I don't know where to pitch us still. I don't know if we're actually in with a shout of promotion or whether we're just rubbish and we've scraped a few results. We're probably neither. We're probably not very good and not very bad. That's the, the hallmark of mediocrity. As we've perhaps yeah. said before, it, it's not that you're just a bit average every game. You'll be good yeah. one game and then rubbish yeah. the next, then if, good the well, next. Well, at that point at, um, at Watford, it was more like, uh, we've got a point. But it sort of kept, because of the team's lost, it kept us in that sort of almost like a false position that we're still in the playoffs and don't really, we're not really that worthy of it, I don't think. As a division, it's quite hard to get your head around sometimes, isn't it? That mm. everyone does genuinely take points off everyone yeah. else, except Coventry, maybe. <laughs> I mean, we're having to sort of take solace in the fact that we seem to be amongst the best of the mediocre teams. But it just seems such a shame that Southampton and West Ham sort of seem to relatively effortlessly just be that much better. Well, effortlessly spending money on the team has got them somewhere. Kind of flies in the face of Ken's uh, spending money gets Leicester. him done. What about Leicester? Yeah. <laughs> Where Bristol are Leicester? City. Bristol as well. Yeah. The big spenders at Bristol. Nottingham Forest. Yeah, proves proves once yeah. and for all. Case Man City, that shows. Oh, oh hang on. <laughs> no, they're not convenient. Chelsea didn't win. Oh. Oh. Not convenient for the argument, so. It doesn't guarantee success, but you just get that feeling that if we had somebody to come in in place of Housen, who was slightly more like a footballer than Brown, it could maybe just... Could be a new feature, things more like a footballer than Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a brick. I know we've said this before, but are we not seeing now what Housen does? He's missed the last two games and we've been shit. It's a good point. I'll throw it out there. I'm wrong. Well, we mentioned it. Yeah, we did. We did say on the previous podcast that we would now find out. I mean, it's not two games does not make a full season, but but there is certainly evidence that there isn't any sort of strength in depth there. Well, yeah, if we're saying our our midfielder and captain hasn't played, and we've managed to create some total of about half a chance in those two games, it suggests he's doing something. Which I don't know if I'm necessarily happy that actually Housen is the midfield genius all along. Well, we give, him, we give him a rough ride. Well, I know we do it in a, in a Mickey-taking way, but he certainly gets a rough ride from the terraces. So. It, it just doesn't quite seem it doesn't quite seem right that actually Housen goes and the team falls apart. That wasn't the script. Okay. So, in summary, on these two games, uh, exactly, what, yeah. yeah, yeah. If it didn't go, you didn't miss much. Watford game, nah. massive yeah. pile of shite. Yeah, Reading game, even bigger pile of shite. How many points do you need to be safe in the championship? <laughs> about fifty. We're about. 15 short at the minute. Well, we're still uh, six. We should be all right. We're still sixth. That's the positive news. Yeah, I mean, we've had these games before, haven't we, where we've had a, a couple of poor performances and then we've ended up being all right again for a few games. So we'll see. But this normally happens in about January, February time. We're normally all right up to Christmas. We're so starting What's going early. wrong? We're starting early. That's the worry. Because we're never any good at Christmas. Everything's getting earlier. Well, we'll return to this discussion again in part three when we have a look at the half-term report here at Christmas. And um, we'll move on, I think. Should we move on to the news? Yeah, why not? We'll do that now then. And after that, we will do the news here in part two of the Squareball podcast. Where to start? Right then, season ticket prices have been frozen. Da, da, da. It's December. That's why it's cold outside. Frozen. That's why they've been frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies for that, listener. Yeah, uh, the time is nigh when we decide ticket prices for next season and announce them accordingly, said Chairman Ken. That's not the face of a friendly football club. The time is nigh. Season ticket prices. Introduce everything that way. Welcome to Elland Road, 3pm. The time is nigh. 
Do, yeah, do. he actually did follow it up. I mean, the season, freezing the season ticket prices is one thing, even though nobody really understands which prices have actually been frozen. But asking us to buy them before the 31st of January... It's creeping earlier and earlier, isn't it? I mean, it's it, it's a long time to pay day in January, isn't it? Because everyone gets paid slightly early for Christmas. So it's a five-week month, and it's a lot of money to be shelling out. I mean, it's worth saying that the club are you know, offer these normal zebra finance thing that they do. Um, so you don't have to pay it all at once. But yeah, most clubs right now are trying to sell half-season tickets. We're trying to sell next year's <laughs> season tickets. And it, the main concern for me is that I worry it indicates we need some money in now. For something maybe to pay payments on a massive building project, <laughs> potentially. I just I just worry that, in particular, the drop in attendances this year. I don't know if they'd factored a certain amount of money, and we've not reached that, and therefore they've thought. No, it's already budgeted for lower crowds. They said that, didn't they? But the thing is, ever decreasing crowds. That's what we budget for. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, um, it's a bit worrying that this is creeping earlier and earlier, and if they're doing this to assist cash flow now. What's the situation going to be when we need the cash flow for the season after? You'll well, be... the the boxes will have sold by then, uh, and course. the pavilion will be making two, three million pounds a month. <laughs> so it's not really going to be a problem. But they can't really make it any earlier than it now is, can they? Payday, not... January payday, it has to be. You're almost heading into the realm of two year season tickets if you get if it becomes any earlier. What do you think about the idea of a price freeze? I mean, they couldn't have put it up because it would have been ludicrous given the drop in attendances. They couldn't have dropped it because that would be an admission of failure for the current pricing policy. You almost feel that, oh, well, okay, then we'll keep it the same. I think a price freeze is undoubtedly a good thing. I would have rather it have come in April because January is just a bit of a piss take. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people will still be paying for this year's season ticket at the moment if you've done the, the 12-month finance thing. So to then have to then fork out for something that's months away does seem to be taking the piss. And it does raise the spectre of when the new, well... If you don't renew by the 31st of January, what will you be paying to renew? And God forbid, in a moment of madness, you should decide you want to become a new customer of season tickets at Elland Road. What what new hell are you in for? There's going to, I think there's going to be some big numbers thrown around by the end of the season. You quite optimistically said as well that um, whichever division we're in, these prices will be the same. So League yeah, One, not, yeah. Championship... <laughs> Now we won't go down. It's your fortnightly it, dose it, of massive but it will, it will be championship, I'm fairly sure. We're not going up this year, surely. Oh, I thought so. Well, you know, we've got the uh, January transfer window to look forward to. It's, <clears> you know, there's gonna, there could be some big, big moves there that will make this season ticket look like crazy value. Well, let's talk about rumours and the transfers, etc. Uh, a few rumours doing the rounds, most notably about players we've already kind of got. Keo wants to stay. He's not ours, but... He wants to be. He scored a goal, hasn't he? Yeah, Maybe you know, two. he's got a couple of goals. Yeah. Is on the pure comparison of is he Billy Painter? No, he's not. He's no, better than Billy true. Painter. Maybe it's worth it if we can offload Painter. But you get a feeling that, given Ken's words about having to offload a few, that um, mm. who knows? Who From knows? our massive squad. Yes, and O'Day talk of him becoming permanent. Has he earned that? Do you think? Probably. Better than O'Brien. Second best centre back, which isn't saying a great deal. O'Day and. Behind the young lad who couldn't even get in the side last year. Yeah. yeah. Him and Lee's look all right together. But he's all right. He's very limited. He's a big lump. Neil Collins is gone, so we've got room for a limited He's better lump. than Neil Collins. 
You'd hope so, wouldn't you? Uh, on In terms of uh, other incoming ones, rumours of Stephen Dawson, midfielder from Orient. He's surfaced this time. Get, that'll get bums on seats. Yeah. Well, you know, we've got can't... a big family, I see. Yeah. <laughs> we, you know what? You can sod off because we've complained, or I complained anyway, about um, us not farming the lower leagues for better but he's players. He's 26 or something. Is he? Yeah, oh, he's, he's rubbish, then. He's been he? bumming around <laughs> all old. sorts of clubs. Yeah, he's, he's just. Leicester he's let a, him go. He's a journeyman from, what, from looking at his Wikipedia. <laughs> He looks like he's just not quite of candle levels, but he's been around a few clubs, not yeah. doing much. It's not like we've just unearthed a diamond in the rough. With we're being linked with some lower league clogger. Mm, okay. Season tickets renewals are available. Stand corrected. <laughs> uh, the rumours out there about Keith Andrews now. Hey, but he's a lower league clogger made good. Well, look, you know, Swansea's supposed to be in for him. Yeah, we'll go there. We're not going to get him out if we can no. get Premier League football. And he's reported 25 grand a week or whatever. He's on crazy money. I mean, that's too much money. I wouldn't want to pay that for him. No. He's good. He's not that good. Ince rated him. Ince took him from franchise to Blackburn with him. Didn't he? It was his first signing, basically. The, the first day of the job. Makes you wonder what Keith mm. Andrews had on him. Hmm. On terms of outgoings, the usual Becky. Everyone. Yeah, Becky to Middlesbrough <laughs> is surfacing. No. They're denying it, I think. Oh, well, they said nobody at this club is talking about Luciano Becchio. They've probably got a code word for him. It'd seem odd if someone came in for him now because he's been pretty awful this season in the main. But he's not played much, has he? He's not recovered properly from this injury, has he? He's not back up to it yet. Speaking of which, Ben Parker's fit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just finally, on the transfers, before we do mention Parker, um, talk of McCormack possibly as an exit. I mean, Swapping him with... For Keo with, with Wolves and also Everton talking about getting him out on loan, which wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's me. one of the few flair players we've got in the squad. We wouldn't like to see that happen, would we? No, and on loan, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, they take they take his wages away, and I mean, Ken's had his his big rant where about his full management meeting about funds and income and wage bills, which are very very high. Which I'm sure not so long ago he was saying that this club was being run in a very frugal manner and that the wage bills were very, very sensible. And cheeky-faced Harvey sat in front of the parliamentary committee and was basically talking about how Leeds United is a shining beacon of uh, of turnover to wages ratios and says it couldn't be any Problem better. Problem is, though, the turnover's dropped, hasn't it, because of the dropping crowds. We've lost so four, it's, so four it's, or 5,000 people. So it's not that the wage bill's increased, it's that they've priced the everybody else so they can't pay for it anymore. We can charge people more money in that case. That's no. probably the best way of dealing with that. Ken seems to fancy a cull. He's seen what they're doing to badgers. Now he, he wants to do it to Bruce <laughs> Bromby. O'Brien. I mean, underneath the, uh, the Painter, blu- underneath the bluster, the, there is a fair point. Snodgrass, Becchio, No, don't say Halson. the last two. When you um, consider the likes of your painters, Bruce, etc., it is worth getting them off the wage bill. They're not going to play for us again. Obviously, they're out of favour. O'Brien, get rid and yeah, streamline the squad and maybe bring a couple in because um, Grayson has made noises about bringing one or two in, hasn't he? Which kind of flies in the face of what Ken's saying. I think the noises have been along the lines of, please... I think, I think Bates is a bit harsh on Grayson with his transfers because although we've got a fair number of duds in the squad, his net incomings and outgoings on transfers were in massive profit since Grayson came in. So he should just pipe down, really. He's, Shit. he's earning the club. He's earning the club loads of money. He's, the sale of players is keeping us profitable. Yeah. Shit like Painter and Bruce may still be on the bill, but brilliance like Gradle and Casper Schmeichel have gone and brought in much, much more than we paid for them. So. It's not that bad. The pot, from that point the, of view. the pot should be brimming, shouldn't it? This ever-changing uh, ethereal pot. Um, also, in terms of transfers, Alex McCarthy is here for another month after he sabotaged us against Reading. Obviously, nice competition. Lonergan admitting in the Reading game he wasn't up to it much. Apparently, McCarthy's easily impressed. Yes, <laughs> the biggest club he's ever played for. 
Please, yeah. please can I stay? And Lonergan, I've seen on the highlights, he made at least one good save against Reading. So the fact that he may have been culpable for the conceding a goal within 180 seconds. I mean, we're happy with Lonergan, aren't we? And he's he's caught like cold him. as well because he's coming back from injury. They score straight away. Yeah. He's, you know, it didn't know. help that his defence didn't even track the runner. It's that point in, a, in your first game back, that's where you just want... In the olden days, it would have been a back pass and then you could get your hands on it and bounce it a few yeah. times. It's a nice and early touch. Roll it out to the defender, get it back again, pick it up, bounce it a few times. <laughs> just something easy like, like that. Like against Blackpool, he just wanted one straight to his arms and oh, oh it's <laughs> a nice easy... Oh. Anyway, we know where the Arsenal gate receipts are going now, don't we? Well, this is it. I'm a bit, I mean, McCarthy's good and everything, but when we've got Bates on the one hand saying that our, our wage bill is enormous and we've got no midfielders and we've got Grayson sort of saying he'd like to buy, well, just to have somebody come in. I'm not sure McCarthy's necessarily necessary. I would have no problem in playing Lonergan all the time. I, I wrote Ken a letter about this and he mistook me for an illiterate 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> we should just mention that's in relation to his programme notes where he, he criticises a 12-year-old spelling. His, a, pre, a pre-teen. His handwriting was um, as atrocious as his spelling, I think is the quote. <laughs> And then he uh, he finishes by wishing us all a, a happy and healthy Christmas, and then having another bloody sex reference. It's just what you want from oh. Ken Bates. If you're if you like me, a flummoxed by that drink drive, but be careful. Comments at the end of his program notes. He's actually he's talking about sex. He's not talking about driving at all. Sex, 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 sex. Ken sexy Bates, sex Bates, sex Ken sex Bates. That was the original version of the program notes, and then uh, they got tidied up before they went into print. Sex sells. Not it that does sex indeed. Sells. Misappropriation of resources almost, if you like, if we chuck too much money at McCarthy because Lonergan's all right, isn't he? We're happy with him. I mean, if we're paying his wages, he won't be on very much money. I wouldn't well, have thought, anyway. No. And Reddy have said there's no way they're going to sell him. I'd probably rather so it's just, not long term, is it? I'd probably rather just play Lonergan and get him back, back to being good. Just put him in the res... Oh, no. <laughs> no, I haven't got one of those either, have we? Uh, oh, Ben Parker being spotted alive. Yes. Not necessarily well. Though we did score a goal for the under twenty ones, we we apparently sprung an under twenty one side from somewhere who went to play against Rochdale. How old is Ben Parker? He's only a youngster. But he's pushing forty, isn't he? <laughs> he's he's got the body of a of a forty year old. The body of a eighty year old. <laughs> Bates is in better condition than With Parker. With osteo- osteoarthritis. <laughs> the um quite Grayson in a sense of humour shock asked what was wrong with Parker and he said everything. <laughs> His back. His hamstrings, his hips, his brain, his vision, everything you can think of. He's in his plans. In fact, that was so funny that we were saying before, none of us, when we read that comment, thought that Grayson had really said it. So we thought it had been made up by an internet wag, but apparently it came out of his mouth. Bravo, Simon. Um, Injuries. Johnny Howson, as we touched upon, is out. The new Ben Parker. (laughs) Months, not years, not weeks. Which is it? I don't know. I think they've said three months, two, three months. Well, Grayson actually said the uh, the well-worn cliche of uh, weeks, not months, didn't he? Which has turned out to not be true. Again, contradicted by Ken. They're not getting on, are they, at the minute? There's not a consistent well, message. There seemed to be some contradiction. Ken was blaming all on him wearing these uh, blades on his boot. And, uh, all the lasers or razors. Whatever he called them. <laughs> he called them razors, didn't yeah. he? I think, yeah. All the photos anybody can find seem to be showing wearing studs. So don't know, really. He just, blame, he just blames modern just, things. Yeah. The Chinese again. 
<laughs> with the bloody blades. And he, it was quite funny. I mean, I don't mean to mock the afflicted, but Bates was going, reminiscing about the good old days when it took 20 minutes to lace up a football boot. And I think he's one of part of the bitterness in Bates is that his own football career was cut short because he had a club foot. So, <laughs> Great at golf, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but there were, I mean, they haven't they've said he doesn't need an operation, which is what we heard about Becky last means, year. Which what does it mean? It so means, it means in three months when he's still not back, he'll suddenly decide he needs an operation. So we'll, we'll see how some next season then. I told you, he's the new Ben Parker. On other stuff, we have to give a doff of the Yorkshire flat cap to the Leeds United Supporters Club of Scandinavia, who have paid for and donated a replica of the FA Cup into the new museum. That'd be nice. Sod all else. No, <laughs> no, won't be. No, that'll be good. Is Fend going to write about this for us? He should tell us the full story. We'll make him. <laughs> we'll make him write about that. Yeah. So that's good to know, isn't it? Although the, I wish the club would pay for stuff like this. Well, yeah. that's the Reavy statue now, isn't it? And now this mm. that have both been fundraised rather than. It's returning to what we said before. Like, give, give us stuff that we could then charge you to come and see. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> yeah, basically. If any Scandinavians want to see the trophy, it's four pounds. <laughs> A bit more expensive than that. Also in the news, the reserves. Do we have reserves? No, this was the youth team. The, the youth team. Oh, are you talking about the Huddersfield lot? Yeah. Our reserves lost to a development, whatever one of those is, quote unquote, Huddersfield side at Thorpe Arch. Mm. Had about half their first team in it, didn't it? I couldn't identify any of them, but I am reliably informed that uh, what passed for a development team at Hud- from Huddersfield was basically... Um, the best eleven they could field. Well, it's another another win to add to their massive unbeaten run that's uh, been going on since. Is it post-war now? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. The unbeatables, I like to call them. Mm. And the, this is just the development uh, reference is a reference to them developing into superhumans. Another point of note: two hundred fans were in a crowd of six hundred that saw our youth team get knocked out of the Youth Cup at Ipswich. Two hundred Leeds fans. Yeah. I was going to say that yeah. makes it sound like there's some. Kind of intercourse going on. <laughs> 200 of our fans. Oh, yeah. okay. But that's good, isn't it? 200 people in deepest, well, darkest Suffolk. Well, we've obviously had enough for watching the first team. Yeah. So, uh... I do wonder, I wonder how much it was to get in because you wonder if people are just like that starved for the opportunity to actually see a team in lead shirts that will go and watch the kids lose at Ipswich just because it's affordable. How much the season ticket next year is going to be for the youth team? The Square Ball Podcast, supported by thegeldedend.com. And with all that Christmas cheer and positivity out of the way, let's talk about things festive. Uh, we are now halfway through the season or thereabouts, aren't we? So quick um, half-term report on the team. What do you think? Are we doing all right? Could we be doing better? We're sixth. Should we be higher, lower? Let's play your cards, right? Yes. <laughs> We're doing better than I thought we would, actually. Overall, last two games aside, I didn't think we'd be in the playoffs at this stage of the season. After Southampton, yeah. I'm happy that we're not 17th. It started bad and has got it's it's just about brushing reasonable, but it doesn't. It's there's not a lot of um, fun. Yeah, I've not had much fun yet this season. It's not. It's quite a moribund season, isn't it? It's not mm. very entertaining. Does feel like a bit of a chore. The whole thing. That was what worried me. I, mean, I think we might have mentioned it earlier on. But that's what worried me when. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Parade all went, was there went a lot of the fun. Because mm. some of our, I think back to some of the goals he scored last year that were, in fact I saw his goal, he scored his second goal for St Etienne at the weekend and I saw that on YouTube and that looked like a fun goal. He cut inside and belted it past the keeper at the far yeah. post, didn't he? On his left, on his left. Yep. His weaker foot. Everyone looked like they were having a lot of fun. People in the stands having fun. People, the players on the pitch, fun being had. I think even some of the uh, some of the defenders for the other team, they were quoted afterwards as saying, I have had a lot of fun. <laughs> is it a lot of money to watch that fun? I don't think it's a lot of money to watch that fun, but, you know. Um, Shall we go there? <laughs> commute to uh, St Etienne. It could have its could have its upsides. If you're going to give a grade to uh, to the team in a school report kind of way, half-term grade report, what would you give it? Could do better. Are we, are we giving them numbers or letters? Letters, I feel. Letters. Plus my, my school used to get um, a grade for achievement and a, a letter for... Um, effort and attainment, effort. yeah. I was I was got a, a G five for food technology. What does that mean? It means I, it means I was achieving as little as I could with as little <laughs> effort as possible. You turned up <laughs> some oh. of the time. <laughs> well, let's let's go retro and old school then, and say like you can start off with an A plus is your highest down to right. I don't know, let's say an F for fail. I give him a C. Mm. I think we're doing just about all right. Well, finish six, which is where we are now. Then brilliant. That's, that's, losing the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But they've, they've ex- they would have exceeded my expectations if we finished six. Which is where we are for at least another week or two. I'll give him a C minus, but the minus is basically just because I'm a bit tired today. <laughs> and what about you, Oddy? I'd go C. It's just one of the. You, we're not. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it, don't, it doesn't feel like a season where you could award a plus, does it, at the minute? No. It, not a it's plus. just kind of, like you say, it's a bit middling. There's an odd plus. There's an odd. Name them. No, okay. But Chubka's gone on long. Yeah. That's, that's the pluses, right. really, so far, are White and Lee's are both good. Yeah. yeah. Clayton's better than we thought he'd be. Agreed. Um has generally been better than Casper. Snodgrass is still beautiful. But then on the negatives, we just don't have any spark at the moment. And I think and Ellen Road's crap as well. I don't look <laughs> forward to games. have spent millions on it. <laughs> and Ken said it's going to be the basically the fan it the fans will love going there. It's maybe it's, just, it's not finished yet. Yeah, when we got relegated from the championship before there was at least anger about the place. 
Now it just feels like people just go in there. Apathy. Yeah, yeah. trudging in, trudging out. Not bothered, really. Who's to blame for that, then? Is it Grayson or is it the board, shall we say? I don't want to direct it singularly at Ken Bates, but is it... Yvonne Allen. <laughs> <laughs> the unseen evil. <laughs> now, who, who, who's responsible, or is it just... Um, well, there's a thread on Wacko called January the Perfect Storm, and could that... Do you think that's true, that expensive season tickets still... OK, they've held them steady, but they're still blooming expensive. Uninspiring side, dropping crowds, people are fed up. You can't really point it at one, any one thing it's just everything lately I mean, it started over summer with the seven million being quite publicly spent on the east stand and nothing really on the team and it's just continued since then so the gradle departure as well i mean bringing in pew and keo you know, they're both decent players and but they're not neither of them are really exciting either. they're not like when we had gradle arriving on loan initially like someone who comes off the bench and looks exciting we've lacked that a bit the most exciting thing this year has been snoddy and A.D. White, I suppose. They've been, they've been our two bright points, apart from McCormack early in the season, but even that's petered out now. Lack of flair, inventiveness maybe. Lack of flair and a general dissatisfaction in the stadium. There's a, there's a, Not everyone is anti-baits, you can, I don't think, but there's enough anti-baits to make the people who aren't feel upset about that. Then the people who are anti-baits feel upset about him, and the general result is just silence and misery. Where do you now stand on Ken Bates and this current regime? If you want my personal view is I would like him gone. And then what well, people will then say, well, who will come in instead? And I will say, someone else. I don't care. It'll be <laughs> someone else. And it will just be, it'll be a change. He's been here for, what is it now? Seven. 20 years? It feels like more than it's seven years. Seven years, years in January. Seven years is still is enough for anybody to have baits. I mean, Chelsea had him for, what, 14? So we've... we've currently running a half Chelsea and I couldn't take another seven years of this I'm in the position like you I think where I'm, I'm willing to twist whatever that may be yeah I'm just just whatever's next I'll I'll find out then and there was a good point you were making so purgatory at the you, moment. <laughs> you I think you were making um this point on a popular internet forum today that it doesn't it's not actually going to take much for some as long as somebody can buy him out then to run Leeds United is not all that expensive a business because turnover is big, for, especially at this level. And as long as you don't spunk it all on building projects and then that mysterious £5 million other that was in the last set of accounts, that's straight away there, that's 12 million quid that you then, you have the choices to sort of do things with. And Bates doesn't put any of his own money in. He doesn't hide that. He just uses the money that we put in and spends it as he sees fit, which he owns now, the thing. So that's that's his prerogative, I suppose. But it shows that Whoever takes over from him, they could do it without putting a, a penny in. They just have to pay enough to get rid of him and then just run it off the takings for a Is while that if that's what it takes. Though, what he actually wants to be. Are you saying that Ken Bates may be a, an impediment to our progress rather than... <laughs> i just like to see someone who wants the club to do well. It's bizarre in a way, isn't it? Like it's putting the cart before the horse and doing all the building stuff, which arguably we need to do because under Ridsdale, etc., and the dirge that followed, we couldn't do anything to the stadium. And Ridsdale, massively culpable for not getting the stadium better. We were going to have a new one. Well, he was hell-bent yeah. on that, wasn't he, the yeah. fat-faced yeah. idiot. But there's an argument that says we have to do things to the ground because it's falling down in places, but we don't have to necessarily do as much to the ground. And the East Stand yeah. was fine. Yeah, yeah. we've not yeah. done anything to the no. bits that were falling down. But the thing is, we've already got the big turnover. We've already got big income. 
So if we're not rinsing every last penny out of the mysterious rich people of Leeds who want to hire executive boxes all the time, we can cope with that. I mean, I think we said before that we'd, we'd make as much as we're likely to make from that just by filling the stadium. There's, there's potential, if you just brought another 10,000 people in at the ticket prices as they stand, that'd be fine. The way you do that is having a really good team on the pitch. Yeah. And so and so, if somebody did come in after Bates and just said, look, I haven't got a pot to piss in, I haven't got any money to spend on big players, but I'm not going to be doing this kind of thing, waving the direction of a hotel um, architect's drawing and just say, I am going to invest the money that comes in in the team. And also not treat you like idiots. Yes. Speak down to you. If a small boy writes to me, I won't single him out in the programme for abuse. Interesting question then posed by this. Um, He's got his East Stand boxes and whatnot will be finished, let's guess, at some time in the new year. Um, What's next? I wouldn't be surprised if that hotel started sooner rather than later. It's a feeling, I've got a feeling in me water that, um, yeah, I... I wouldn't be surprised if he, he'll either, unless he does sell in January, in which case it's all a moot question, but I think, uh, yeah, it's, I can't. It's a realistic proposition that it's going to it's gonna materialise, because I've always kind of th- thought, well, there's no way. But, you know, if they've got other people involved, outside investment of some kind, then who knows? Who knows? If there's, if there's actually a genuine hotelier involved, then maybe it might it might just work. That's is, Ken, though, isn't it? This is, again, yeah. something Ken I Ken is the genuine up, hotelier. Ended up arguing about on a forum today the point of building the hotel anyway because I looked at Travel Lodge and they make about I think it was seven seven million pounds I think or something on their last it may have been accounts. seventeen. I only read what you put. It was not much money that they <laughs> made. And they've got about five hundred hotels and are the first company that springs to mind when you hear the word hotel. So if we have one or two What's gonna, it? What is going to pay someone's salary for? Well, like the thing is, yeah, what is it going to contribute to the bot- bottom line? That's that's the question, isn't it? And for that first twenty five years, it probably won't contribute anything because we'll be paying a mortgage on it. And also, I think as soon as that work starts, and if it starts fairly soon, I think there'll be a massive backlash if we don't go up or there's some investment in the team. Seems people have get... seen what's happened at the, with the East Stand and over the, over the course of the last six months, people are getting really annoyed. And that's and just corp- it's corporate, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, might go hotel... all, I might go all swampy on it. <laughs> <laughs> Occupy. <laughs> well, you're right. If I mean, if players get sold in January... If a good player gets sold in January, and then season ticket renewals are all in, if a shipment goes, we don't give a fuck. But. Painter, yeah. you know, get that deal. Um, and then if a digger comes along and a hotel starts being built, it's not going to be pretty. No. Well, we know the hotel's not going to be pretty because we've seen the plans. Well, they're bloody <laughs> awful. Internal rooms with no windows, amazing. <laughs> um, Cells, <laughs> the technical term. Simon Grayson's day lounge. <laughs> This isn't very Christmassy so far. No, it's not, is it? I was going to ask, the next question was going to be, if you could give Christmas presents to the Leeds team or the management or whatever, what would you give them? I'd give Ken Bates a soul. <laughs> Come on, I couldn't resist. Nothing. Coal. It's all they deserve so far. After the last two games, coal. No fruit, no nuts, no oranges, certainly no chocolate. Coal. Not much of it either. Just a lump. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the only thing that sprung to my mind was a bit more time for, for Grayson because I'm really concerned about him. I'm concerned we're going to have Dennis Wise back. Oh, no, don't do that. Did Di Matteo's coming in. That's the rumour, isn't yeah. it? Mm. That's, yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. 
I, I would buy um, Ken a, a charm bracelet to learn how to charm us and get on with us and bring us all back into the stadium. I see what you did there. Yeah. It's throw it back in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, mate, also I'd quite like to, because I'm worried about Simon as well, so I'd, I'd get Simon Grayson a copy of the Karma Sutra because when he's out of a job, he'll need something to, to bone up on. Give Tom Lees a bit of a cuddle. Cheer him up. You think? You think he looks worried, something? doesn't he? Mm. He looks permanently worried. You're all right. You're doing all right, Tom. He is. He's doing very well. If somebody, if anybody out there knows, if anybody out there knows Tom Lee's, just tell him from us. Doing all right. Doing all right for a for a young lad. You're not. You're not a. Where is it? Berry, where we sent him, wasn't it? You know, it's not like that anymore. This is good. What you do here gets noticed and appreciated by humans. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think then? We need most Christmassy gold, frankincense, or myrrh. What is frankincense and what is myrrh? Maybe gold, just because I'll know it. I actually took the time to look this up. and Frankincense and myrrh mm. are uh, tree resins. Right. Yes. Aromatic tree resins. So do you think we need two kinds of aromatic tree resins or lots of gold? How do our players smell? With their noses. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, come on, it's a Christmas cracker joke. <laughs> That's what we should have brought. We should have brought in some Christmas crackers. Why, why haven't we written Christmas cracker jokes? Come on, somebody. What, um... Uh, what did Mary and Joseph ride to Bethlehem on? Billy Paul- Payne. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, who who didn't Mary give the baby Jesus to in the stable? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this is working. Um, it's not. What would we like for Christmas? I'd like Snodgrass in a just boxed up, given. Trust to up. me. <laughs> You've seen Boxing Helena. <laughs> Box, boxing Robbers. No. And finally, if you've got a Christmas wish then, what's your Christmas wish, Leeds United related? I want us to keep Rob Snodgrass to the in end keeping, of January. In keeping with the early renewal, I would like him to commit for next season, as well as this one. That's fair, isn't yeah. it? If we're, if we're going to commit for next year, you do the same. Not till the end of this season, till at least blood, the end of next. A blood pact. <laughs> you you can swap as many bodily fluids with Bob Snodgrass as you like, but keep me out of it. You're still obsessed with touching his thigh, aren't you? Still haven't washed that hand. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, about you, Oddie? What, what's your Christmas wish for us? And Leeds United? I'd like us to be any good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair. That's all. I don't, I don't want a great deal. We don't have to go up. I just like some half decent football. And if I invest in that team with a, in that club with a season ticket in January, I'd like Kent to fucking invest in the club <laughs> with my money. Do you know what I want? I want us to get our soul back. We haven't got a soul at the minute. Get our soul back. He's, Glass. On, he's on loan at Brighton, <laughs> eh? Considering this is the last podcast of the year and it's the Christmas one, technically, we've not been very cheerful yet. Uh, I don't know, yeah, I think we should we should inject some some joy into this this last part of the podcast. Derby, Barnsley, and Burnley. It's proper football, I suppose. Defeat, defeat, defeat. Now uh, we're going to beat Derby because look at them. They lost to Ipswich, and Ipswich are much much worse than we are. They beat us. Yeah, but they're much much worse than we are. Now Ipswich are an absolute joke of a team, so we're going to uh, we're going to turn Nigel Clough over. And Derby have had this thing so far this season where they've almost looked. Like a football team. I'm going to be honest, just to cut in on you for a second. It says here that they're 16th. I thought yeah. they were riding quite high. Yeah, it's amazing how Nigel Clough can do that, isn't it? <laughs> that he's managed to fool everybody into thinking he's doing a decent job, but he's, he's got, still got them in the relegation fight. Yeah, because I'll be honest, I, I 
don't tend to look at the championship table very... You do know we're in it, don't you? That's exactly why I try not to look at it, because it upsets me. <laughs> right. It upsets me. Have you got the Premier League with you? You've crossed out Man City, but <laughs> Leeds United. Do you know what? I don't... Those, uh, if you've got your league ladders at the start of the season, you just have to move the, move the kit over. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really look at the tables for any of it anymore, because it just annoys me. Fair enough. Everything's wrong with football. Um, well, let us fill you in. And Derby as, County, no good. As a consequence, yeah, I didn't know that they were 16th, so that's... Uh, I we had a nice day there last year, didn't we? We did, we had a lovely day out, but that's that's the only fun that... Speak there's for to yourselves. That's the did only, you not enjoy yourself? No. It's the only fun that's to be what, had. A chippy, selling booze, uh, no fun. You looked like you were enjoying yourself, you were a big until beaming I, smile. Until promotion push, completely. Oh, the drive home, I'm not even thinking about that. That was uh, Bannon Gate, wasn't it, when he was on the wing? Yes, and Savage Gate. Even Seth Johnson turned up. I wonder what we'll do at half-time this year. Robbie Savage will come back. Yeah, Savage. It'll be Savage, won't it? Yeah. 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 And he'll be dancing and prancing yeah. around the pitch like he has been for the last 15, 20 years. Lycra. Strangely enough, I think the Gary Speed thing has changed my opinion of Savage slightly. I actually, I actually empathised with him slightly on telly, and it was an odd feeling. Mm. What, you liked the feel I of Lycra it, against your skin? When I saw him talking on the news, though, I thought, poor bloke, whereas normally I would think... Fuck off, Robbie Savage. Yeah. <laughs> In everything I've ever seen him do previously. Only taking Robbie Savage to put a smile on our faces. If you're, pre- to... if you're prepared to sort of let Robbie, Robbie Savage just sort of fade into the background, Gary Neville is uh, is still very much present and he's never done anything nice to anybody ever. So if you're looking for a new hate figure... You won't beat Derby though, will you? You might. We need to beat Derby, don't we? We haven't beaten them for a bit. Just do beating anybody, I think. Derby first in line. I'd take a boxing day. Because you look at these three fixtures and you think, we're well within our capabilities to lose all three of these because Derby, good record against us recently. you got Barnsley. It's Barnsley. Uh, good record against us recently. <laughs> yeah, and you got Burnley, who will be smarting from the away game that we've recently, the defeat that we inflicted on them. If Eddie Howe can uh, get his poshness uh, put to one side and he can you know, rally the troops. If he leaves the wife on, at guys. Home. Seriously. Hey, come on. You know what these guys did to us? It was a bit of a smash and grab, guys. Hey, the the problem with last time is it just wasn't a very sporting way to uh, to lose a game. I mean, I shook Simon Grayson's hand over uh, over cider afterwards, but I still I still get the feeling that uh, something wasn't quite right about the way that turned out. Let's have a little thought, shall guys? How can we beat them this time? Tell <laughs> <laughs> you what, you go away. We'll, we'll do some working groups, and we can all touch base. <laughs> he is, isn't he? He's just a middle manager. <laughs> He's a middle manager. God, blue sky thinking all the way. All right, Derby away, Boxing Day, hangover. Is that a lunchtime kickoff or is it later than that? No idea. It's early. It's three o'clock's early on Boxing Day. <laughs> what do you fancy us to do in that? Halson will be back. He's gonna have. He's gonna get um, he mechanised legs for Christmas. <laughs> and We're making bionic. Yep, bio Halson. The wrong trousers, Halson. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't be back. And we'll lose. We're not going to lose to Derby. Well, no, they're Derby. all they're always up for it against us. That's the problem. Just like mm. Barnsley. Yeah, but they've got. I mean, they've got fifteen-year-old was playing for them. They can't. Be that that's that's part of what's this fog of Derby being any good is that all the they're playing this really exciting, youthful fifteen-year-old. They have to get permission from the school to play. And he's crap. You know, that's people assume Tom Elliott. Yeah, people assume if you're a fifteen year old if you're a fifteen year old kid and you've managed to get a game for Derby County, they think, Oh, he must be good. No, it's because Derby haven't got any good players, so they're having to play fucking they'll be on the phone to my sister and she's no good at football. How old is she? She's thirty 
five. I'll be honest, I don't think she's going to make it. <laughs> Still time for her in uh, Fabio's World Cup squad. Uh, on to Barnsley on New, Year- New Year's Eve in Barnsley. <coughs> That's oh. going to be fun, isn't it? Is hey? everybody else playing on New Year's Day? No. Why is it? Because isn't that normally... It's a Saturday, that's why. That is why. Bloody hell. 31st, Barnsley. My God. Is it stay over after the match? Saturday night in Barnsley, New Year's Eve. Not just any old night. Can you imagine? What could go wrong? That'll be a a police uh, overtime day. Barnsley have gone goal crazy since we played them. 3-4 with Peterborough. 3-5 with Ipswich. I've got the same thing written down for both Barnsley and Burnley, which is, didn't we just do this? Yeah. Should be like World Cup groups, just play each other once. Oh, at least not so not not so mashed together as this. You should spread the, the misery out a bit so we don't have to play Barnsley twice in a We'd only have some other misery. I don't know what I fancy is to beat Barnsley. I've no idea why. Just because they have beaten us last few times, they're they're getting a little bit cocky now and we owe them, we're gonna flip it. Or am I just like the stupid man in a casino? Watching roulette. Okay. It's, been, it's been red seven let it, times. Let it ride. It's bound to be black in it this time. Bound double, to be. double, double. double yeah. Well, for all our kind of our sort of dull periods under Grayson over the last few years, we've never been consistently really, really terrible. We've had like bad periods of just draws and maybe a defeat and a draw and a defeat and draw with an odd win thrown in. So if we've had we've just had two really poor performances. So we're due to a couple of ground out wins or crack some teams right out if that's not an, <laughs> if that's not a Bates programme notes-esque metaphor yeah. well let's dispense with 2011 and move on to next year 2012 when we do play Burnley as you said didn't we just do this yeah exactly um, posh boy Eddie Howe I mean we know what to do do with them now just hobble Jay exotically named Rodriguez the thing that I just said that 20 times during the commentary. The uh, unusually named for a... <laughs> he's from Burnley, you know, and yet he's called <laughs> Jay. Um, <laughs> so if we nobble Jay... I don't, I don't think it's any... Partic- and he's not called Dingle. It's particularly more exotic than Charlie Austin, which is, is like quite a fruity name to me. Yeah, we've got the beating of Burnley. We've got yeah. the hex on how. Um, <laughs> I and, remember uh, we go, go on a bit of a run now, just in time for season tickets, and people will go, well, you know... This might be a good idea. Just in time for Arsenal. Oh, the <laughs> perpetual thorn in our side, FA Cup third round day. Will Arsenal ever just leave us alone? They're, they're turning into a real pain in the uh, neck. Um, Arsenal on the horizon, the season killer. Can we have the money instead of McCartney this time? Well, I think we've got McCarthy. That's my suspicion, because that loan was extended just after the draw was made. Oh, we could work our way through all the Beatles surnames. Any Harrisons knocking about? Or Aaron Lennon? Yeah, get him, get him on back, loan. Yeah. Can anybody think for Freddie Starr? <laughs> <laughs> he used to be on the FA Cup programme. He could eat Simon Grayson's hamster. Or Richard Gears. <laughs> Same hamster, so I'm told. So we know the season's about to come collapsing around our ears well, we'll, in the new year. We'll have got nine points from nine before that. But so. most importantly, it'll be the podcast's second birthday, won't it? Before Ooh, that. Are we having cake? Yeah, we'll get we'll get some cake and some streamers and some, some party poppers left <laughs> over from Christmas. So going into the new year, are we going to be riding the crest of a wave or down in the dumps? What do you think? Sixth. Mm, I'm miserable at the moment. <laughs> we'll be sixth-ish. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Uh, this is right. the uh, morning after excitement Christmas yeah, party. Yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah. we're all still a little bit having flashbacks to, uh, to when I I kissed Oddie at the end of the Christmas party. <laughs> I'm at the stage in It's a Wonderful Life where he's shouting at his kids <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, 
being furious with the world. I'm, I'm sure I'll come round. That's awesome. It's a shame this year that um, we didn't actually get to do a Christmas edition of the Square Ball, but our It's a Wonderful Life one from last year is a... I'm just sure the download is still available. If you want to go and spend a quid to see our uh, Simon Grayson as Jimmy Stewart. It's really up to date. It's got Jermaine Beckford on it. <laughs> right, let's move on then. Ken Bates, villain of the fortnight. This is our fortnightly award for somebody who has contributed to the ongoing misery of being a Leeds United fan. We should start off with an apology, something that was flagged up from last time, that I know for the purposes of humour we gave it to a Rahobka for a third and final time. I genuinely hate him. Yeah, he deserved it. (laughs) Uh, But Andy O'Brien, we even actually mentioned it earlier in the same podcast, refusing to put on the white shirt again. That itself should have been a shoo-in for the award, shouldn't it, really? Has he played since? No. So he's technically still a refusenik? Yes. Then he qualifies. We'll put him in. Andy O'Brien is in for this week's... Ken Bates for another fortnight. Um, nominees for this fortnight, gents. Well, all we've actually got is Ken Bates. Um, for announcing season ticket prices too early, for that sexy <laughs> Christmas crack in the programme notes, for not actually being Santa Claus, and um, um, not Ken Bates, but Ken Herod, for his uh, <laughs> slagging off of a child in the programme. <laughs> so he's he's actually he's had a busy month. Oh, and also for... Um, putting Simon Grayson's balls in a vice. I didn't see that. It was on LUTV. <laughs> God knows something needs to be done to stop him. <laughs> so we've got a few votes for Ken there. Who else has annoyed so us? Four, four nominations for Ken. Um, Andy O'Brien. I'm going to um, nominate Watford for being annoyed at the penalty. Just uh, just them as a whole. Yes. Uh, kicked him in the face. What, what, a... what, what, what more do you have to do to give a penalty where they're like, oh, no, I didn't, I didn't kick his legs. Have we got a recording his, of that? Uh... his fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, have you we can't got a recording of <laughs> Have we got a recording of their manager's reaction? <laughs> yeah. It's never a penalty ref. He's on a kick to fucking face. People kick me in the face, I don't care. <laughs> I've got an alarm clock kicks me in the face. Oh, please don't be ill. Please don't be ill. I'll never give up smoking. Never. <laughs> we, we, we should turn this into a regular feature. I smoke through my ears if I have to. This is possibly the best thing we've ever done. I never will. Oh, dear me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've lost Oddie. Any more nominees then besides Watford, Andy O'Brien and four times Ken Bates? Oh, four, that sounds like another sexual reference. Four times Ken Bates. <laughs> I, I totally Ken Bates to four times. Who was that um, Reading player that was going on about, oh, well, we're just going M- to... Muck enough. Yeah, muck enough. <laughs> get, get mucky muck enough in there for his... Uh, so he's got a stupid name and also he was telling that lie about, oh, we'll just ask Alex McCarthy for uh, their game plan. See, Dennis look- Wise killed a man for less than that. <laughs> don't, don't joke about it. Let's put some threads together here on this one. So we've got <laughs> Joby McEnough for not much in particular, Watford for their lack of grace over the penalty... Um, Andy O'Brien for refusing to pull on the white shirt Ken Bates for announcing the season ticket prices Ken Bates for slagging off a child in the programme Ken Bates if you're drinking and driving this Christmas be careful He meant shagging I meant, okay Why didn't he say that then? Because he's an idiot, carry on And Ken Bates for not actually being Santa Claus Ken Bates for not saying what he means There's another one So five nominations for Ken Bates Any thoughts on who we might want to give it to? I know where I'm putting my money To be fair to him, he's not put season ticket prices up I was thinking Andy O'Brien's got to He missed out last time I say give it him 
Yeah, Merry Christmas. Nobody else is going to get him anything else this Christmas. He's going to tuck it into his uh, wafer-thin turkey slices alone, crying in front of the television. Meal for one. Well, everyone (laughs) everyone else is uh, in the hotel at Derby having a great time. (laughs) So we can, he can at least, uh, maybe he can cover his award with those, with said turkey sandwich pieces and eat them off. So winner slash... Because I don't imagine he's got any tableware left. Winner slash loser... Andy O'Brien, Ken Bates for another fortnight. For, well, not this fortnight, but just generally. So For life. Slow hand clap. No, I'm not giving him that. Slow hand clap's disrespectful. Moving on to correspondence, we had a fantastic email, didn't we, from a podcast listener. So much so it's taken up a full side of A4 in the notes. And then some. Yeah, we probably can't read the whole thing out because <laughs> yeah. it'll be... Uh, we're here for a while. Off in a minute. But yeah, we've, we've been on holiday in our own little way, haven't we? We have, all of us. Yeah, we've, we've been on a journey with Clarky. Yeah, this email came from Darren Clark, and uh, someone wants to read out the potted highlights of this. Not the golfer. I well, was, hey, could be. Yeah, I mean, he's he's in a, a five-star, all-inclusive, quote, shithole hmm. in some, quote, godforsaken corner of the Caribbean. It's a hard life. I'm just thinking of those less fortunate than ourselves at Christmas. And he appears to have taken all 39 episodes of the podcast with him to listen to in, on, in his Caribbean hotel. Could you imagine spending a fortnight with us four on holiday? No. 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 So speaking of Andy O'Brien, he was, does mention that the podcast where we signed him and we said he'd be, he'd be good. We said a lot of things like yeah, that. We're mainly <coughs> wrong. <What? laughs> yeah. we, li- we listen back to them. We're nearly always wrong. I've, I've heard of a few people doing this business of listening to the podcast as a, sort of, as a whole. Wouldn't advise it. You just end up thinking we're a bunch of no nothing idiots. Whereas, <laughs> where it's spread out over every fortnight, the the impact is lessened. You tend to forget what was said last time. Possible highlight of Darren's holiday, though, was he saw an advert for a program on Dominican telly. Can uh, can I can I do this? Well, this is your bit. Yeah. And the program is called El Principito. Do we know what it was about? Was it about Ramon or? He didn't watch it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he didn't watch it. So. Still. At least he let us know about yeah. it. But let's sign off on a joyous, positive, festive, happy, holiday-sounding note and say thank you for supporting us during 2011, the year we won Fanzine of the Year, you know. We got an award for that. Yeah. We did. And for me, it's still relevant all the way into 2012 <laughs> until the next set of awards. Until somebody else wins it, it's, it's relevant. And a big thank you for buying our magazine this year. It will continue, as will the podcast, next year, which is only days away now. And also, thank you to you if you came to the Christmas party and helped out with our fundraising uh, drive for the Leeds Children's Hospital Appeal, which is our charity for this season. We will announce how much we raised once Aldi counts the money, (laughs) which is currently resting in his account. (laughs) (laughs) Offshore, is it? (laughs) Offshore account, yeah. And I think, is that just about it? Yeah. Heading into the Christmas period full of excitement and wonder. Is that a star over yonder stable? Or is it Billy Painter returning? So, yeah, we will return in the new year, um, 2012. End of the world, you know, it's coming. <laughs> this podcast isn't getting any cheerier. <laughs> Maybe that's... We'll need... Uh, we'll be doing New Year's resolutions next time because to cheer up a bit might have to be the main one. Is that why Ken's trying to get the money in? ASAP? Get the interest on it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll return in 2012. Have a great Christmas and a fantastic new year. And goodbye from me. Bye from Michael. Goodbye. And Moscow. Goodbye. And Oddie. Goodbye. We will speak to you soon. Merry Christmas. Oh, the Square Ball Podcast, supported by thegeldedend.com. We also had some fine, fine. We also had some fine. Oh, fucking hell. We also had some fine um, fa- framed. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs>
Do we have some framed photos as well? They're really nice. <laughs> they, were, they were particularly fine. <laughs> I, I felt. Try again. Awful. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.